Welcome to the vault where you can find the code to unlock your success. In this space, I invite real, inspiring and successful experts. We have eye-opening conversations about the way to reach your highest potential in life and in business. We will cover the mastery of mindset, energy, emotions, transformation, sales, marketing, thriving in business without losing your authenticity and balance. Hi, I'm Sonia Martinovic and host of The Vault, an entrepreneur, mindset mastery and online business coach with an obsession on real transformation. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs and other influencers master the mindset and build a successful and impactful business. Do you want to break free from your limitations and express your truest self in business and in life? Is growth your game and success your aim? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the vault. Let's start cracking your code. And welcome to another episode of The Vault. And this week we have something special. Victoria Whitfield is with me today. And as the world first business Reiki master and hostess of the Five Star Journeypreneur podcast on iTunes, Sensei Victoria Whitfield helps empathic entrepreneurs and leaders stay grounded and clear as they navigate to the emotional rollercoaster of business development by using the power of strategic meditation. Sensei Whitfield is a published author, a successful six-figure energy healer, and has toured the world showing heart-centered and growth-minded leaders how to get connected to their natural intuition. Very interesting so that they can be visionary and they can work less and increase their impact. So... I'm very excited to have you with me today, Victoria. Sonia, thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Because I always love to surprise our uh, audience too. We talk a lot about sales. We talk a lot about marketing, mindset, business. But I love when we bring some extra value to the vault (laughs) because it might be the solution that unlocks your business. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So please tell people what it is exactly that you are doing. What is the core thing that you're doing? And what is the story around it? What is the epiphany that brought you here today? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So what I'm known for is meditation and inspiration for passionate driven CEOs. So entrepreneurs, business owners, team leaders, right? People who are community leaders, all of the above. If you're leading, I like to think of you as a visionary. A visionary is someone who who inspires movement. So it's not the person like necessarily in there getting it done, but the visionary thinks differently. And because they're out there, right, sharing messages about thinking differently, in any way, shape and form, that inspires people to move, to innovate, to elevate, right, and to have more positive impact. And so for for me, meditation goes hand in hand with thinking differently because it helps people. I know it's helped me and I can get into that to think differently um, so that I can be more in my power rather than being in my program. Yeah, exactly. So, so tell us about the story. What, how did it, how did this flourish in your life? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So 
my how I really started using meditation in particular to think differently. I actually don't get to tell this story too much. So I'm excited. (laughs) Great. So this how I started using meditation to help me think differently was back earlier on um, in my career as an entrepreneur, right? I'm, I'm entering my 12th year, so I've only been in business 12 years. But earlier on, I was receiving coaching and just really getting used to receiving coaching and mentorship um, around marketing, business, sales, messaging, right, etc. And I've realized that every time I would go to a meeting with my coach, she would have us all gather together in a group that she would give us these big old binders, binders and binders of value, like it, it, all of the exactly how and the worksheets and the, the explanations and the content, everything like these big, big old binders every single time. And, you know, the you would be flipping through and following along with the coaching and working through the worksheets. But when I would get home, I started to realize, so like I've studied also with really amazing coaches like Tony Robbins, for example, and you get big. (laughs) Russell Brunson gives you big binders that you could like, if you drop it on the floor, it goes like thud. It's so, but I would come home and think to myself like, wow, I received so much value what the heck do I do first? Like I have this huge binder to, to work through. And so I'm, I'm very creative, right? I'm a very creative individual. And the other side of being very creative is that I can be really distracted. So coming home with another big binder, it's like I have a graveyard of binders on my shelf of transformational coaches. And they're just like gathered. A graveyard. And at that time, I was also working on myself personally, not just professionally, because I'm also a Reiki master, which is a form of energy therapy. So I was working on clearing my energy, healing my heart. Like I had gone through a really bad breakup. So I was using the energy work to really take care of myself so I could be more focused. And part of that practice, so I kept them separate until, but I kept them separate of over here. I'm meditating. I'm connecting to the universe, to spirit. I'm getting my cards read. I'm reading my cards. I'm looking at numbers and receiving intuitive messages from numbers and angels and spirit guides over here, personally, personally development. But then over here, separately, I'm getting transformational coaching and business coaching, marketing coaching, paying lots of money to meet with these amazing conscious individuals. But come now, one day in particular, I came home and I remember just sitting on the edge of my bed and feeling the weight of this another big old binder. And I'm like, oh, and I'm sitting across from my transformational coaching graveyard shelf and, and thinking to myself, like, where do I start? Because every single page says, start here, start here, start here. And I don't want to put this big, this new big old binder on the shelf and put it into the graveyard like that. Like, I think about that shelf. I'm like, I'm literally looking at millions. <laughs> yeah. Like this, all of the unexpressed ideas, unimplemented things. Yeah. And then finally it hit me. Well, rather than keeping the two separate of where I'm working on myself and getting intuitive guidance for myself and my own personal healing over here, but then over way over here separately, I've got all this stuff for the business. It hit me like a ton of bricks, like, 
why don't I just meditate on it? And so I practice a specific kind of meditation that I teach to my clients and members called vision journeying, uh, where you ask your spirit guides, right? Or you can, if you're asking spirit or your higher self or yourself, whatever you want to call it, but we ask our spirit guides, okay, what do what do I need to do today to move my business forward? And I'm holding the binder as I'm vision, I'm doing this vision meditation. And I started seeing images of typing and seeing images of, I didn't know what MailChimp was at the time, but it yeah. said chimp. My, my spirit guide said chimp. And they started showing me like pictures of me typing. And I wrote down the words that were typed. And so I'm like, okay, so I'm going to research what, what is this chimp thing for email? Male chimp. This is way back to the beginning of my yeah. business. <laughs> It It made that big old binder down to one thing, one thing. And it was because I meditated of like the one thing, type these words, use this platform, send it. And when I did, I got clients. And it it was so much more um, aligned. Aligned. Aligned, yeah. So, so, and then you started helping out like entrepreneurs and CEOs, right? So, mm-hmm. I know because I've been in, in the corporate business for almost two decades. So, I know the time that I was in the corporate business, I loved, I mean, I was always obsessed with love attraction and with self development. But then again, I was also kind of down to earth and just like, you know, how it is in corporate, just get it done, get it done. Very masculine energy, uh, less about surrender and all of that. Mm. So how did you, how did people respond or how are the business owners responding to now meditating and asking spirit guides for, for the, 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 the new direction when it comes to business? So initial, well, how it started was that I was just leading meditations. I wasn't even talking about business or getting clients or anything like that. I was just leading with meditation and your energy and clearing. And then I received the coaching to say, look at what's the common denominator of all the people who come to your meditation classes, Victoria. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) All of them, all of them who were like regularly coming and very enthusiastic about the meditations we were doing, All of them were CEOs, entrepreneurs, leaders. And so from there, it was amazing to see the law. I'm law of attraction. I don't know why, but the law of attraction states that which is like is attracted. And so the resonance for for what I was putting out there of being able to hear your guidance and knowing what's the right next step that resonates with entrepreneurs, leaders, right? CEOs, people who are responsible for serving and helping get things done. And nowadays, when I lead with the fact that I do meditation, et cetera, in um, groups of business groups and networking, it's kind of like a 50-50. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you, you know, is do you feel that nowadays there is a shift happening towards being more, aware and grounded and leading more with spirit to say so do you mm-hmm. feel that there is a shift going on or is it uh, is it just me <laughs> no 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 i do feel there's a shift and at the same time with the shift is a little bit more polarizing yeah when people find out now 
that what I do is I teach meditation and inspiration for entrepreneurs and CEOs, right? Helping them to be visionary. Um, they either get really excited or offended. Yeah. There's no middle ground of like, oh, I don't know what that is, blah, blah, blah. No, like now there's the people are, um, there's, I've literally, the last live event I was at, like a man ran across the room and said, you lead meditation. He's an accountant, Sonia. <laughs> the divine feminine is awakening in our leadership. What you're doing is important. He's like in his suit <laughs> and like in his beautiful shoes, you know, like looking very corporate, very professional as an accountant and saying, this is everything. Energy is everything. He was so excited. Yeah. And you, you have that where there's people now awakening to it. They're enthusiastic about this. They see the value. But then there's also, a, you know, there's yin and yang and everything, mm-hmm. yin and dark and everything where people are angry, angry. They're like, why are you putting spirit into business? Shouldn't you be ashamed of yourself? That's like, that's of the devil meditation. That's bad. You shouldn't be doing that. Like the, the, they're afraid. On, on one side, uh, because there's a lot more um, polarization I've found. As yeah. a, and so I understand that there's both out there. I focus on the good and the resonant. Um, but I think of what Dan Kennedy says, that if you aren't, if you haven't pissed somebody off yet today, you're not loud enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. If if someone is not pissed off at noon, you're not marketing hard enough. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to uh, strategic meditation, is this something that 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 is applied to business plans, too, for example, or what? what, How do you apply that? How could I see that? (laughs) Absolutely. So it absolutely is applied to planning and strategy for one's business endeavors. And it pairs especially well to set the stage so that you have clarity going in, clarity going in. So strategic meditation, I define as meditation done first before an action is taken. Meditation done first before an action is taken. It brings the intentionality, right? It brings the focus, the clarity. Um, It improves your ability to communicate what needs to happen as well as to know what is important versus what is not important. So that is the value of strategic meditation. And very often when I'm leading strategic meditations, it's done in conjunction with business organization and business planning, but it sets the stage beforehand, grounds and clears your energy so that you're able to focus better or the group, right? The the team is better able to all be present and invested in what we're planning and strategizing and laying out together, but also not just for planning, but also for business performance performance and content generation. Yeah. So strategic meditation first, you can get, as Tony says, into peak state so that when you are recording or when you're on camera, you're able to be in alignment, as you said, Sonia, so beautifully, right? Um, or if you need more inspiration and insight for if you're writing, right, et cetera, your content or, or laying out your content, that you can get that from spirit. You know, it's ask. 
and it is given. If you just ask for guidance, if you just ask for clarity, ask what needs to be said, your intuition, right? Your angels, your spirit guides, your ancestors, right? Um, your mentors will answer in the energy. They have answer every single time. But that strategic move means doing that meditation first before taking the action. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I'm a big fan of meditation. I wasn't always a big fan of meditation to be so to say so in, in the in the past, I was just like, I thought I'm way down to earth to do this, right? It's nothing for me because I had some association around it, but I was completely wrong, right? So I, I started meditating for a couple of weeks. And then what you started to talk about, I, I was getting business ideas. I was actually getting insights on which book to read, what to do, what next step to do. But what is special is that you cannot always access, right? So what is it that could block any of this inspiration that you that you know of? And especially for people who are entrepreneurs and CEOs and their responsibilities that they have. What is the blocker? So the blocker is not knowing what to value. So when, when I talk about blocks and values, I think about extrinsic versus intrinsic value. Um, as a book of that's really excellent for this, by the way, is Flow by Mihail Csikszentmihalyi. Like this is a beautiful book to really uh, look at seeing the difference between hearing what other people value and say you should focus on versus being able to tune into what you value and what you desire to focus on, being able to see the difference between the two. The biggest block that I see over and over and over again is not unlike the, the story that I just told with the big old binder uh, and meditation of, okay, this, my coach, and don't get me wrong, paid good money <laughs> to be told this is what you need to do. And then yeah. other people doing all these things and what they value, blah, 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 blah. But then when it comes to me, and me getting into flow, right? Me keeping the momentum going in my life, my business. Am I able to take those extrinsically defined or external values and sort through them using my internal filter? I know what my core values are, right? Or um, as Viktor Frankl would say in Man's Search for Meaning, right? Your core, right? Those core values that you have and being able to be clear on what your priorities are. The blocks are ours. I create my blocks. Yeah. Blocks. I create mine. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm super curious to hear about a story of transformation when it comes to your clients, maybe a skeptical one. That would be very interesting to hear the story from someone who has been skeptical, still did the strategic meditation in business, got grounded, got amazing results. Absolutely. So <laughs> this actually happened just a couple of weeks ago. So I have a client of mine and she's very in tune. She's very in tune, very spiritual person. And we were talking in the chat amongst our group, right? Our VIPs have a, a group thread um, where we can all connect and share inspiration and insight. And the during the meditation that we did, it became very clear that the call from spirit was to send an email 
in particular, email marketing, focusing on the email marketing and her, she started to resist it. I'm like, no, I'm in the printing business, right? So I got to make a phone call or we're sending something in the mail. This, like the resistance um, to, so this is kind of like a different example than what you asked for. I have another one just in case, but she's resisting the guidance um, that she received that spirit was saying, if you send an email to reach out and ask, that you'll get another client. But if you're doing the calls for whatever reason, right, in relationship with her energy, the calls, the sending letters in the mail wasn't working. And so she resisted it. And then another one of our members implemented what Spirit said and got traction. They got they booked a workshop of people doing vision boards with them because they sent the email. And so even though she was in a resistance, I give her credit. She's like, fine, I'm going to send some emails. We'll see what happens. She just sent it out and then went about it. Of course, she got two clients. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. And I, I know how it is to resist. I know. I think everybody knows how it is. And Let's, you know, maybe some people won't resonate or won't understand uh, spirit, higher self, all of that, but they will understand this, this like voice, (laughs) a voice showing up, do this. And then you feeling like, no, I won't, because I think logically it would be better to do something else. Mm-hmm. And um, but it keeps knocking and then you send it to voicemail. <laughs> so um, what do you think that 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 a business, for example, with benefits when they have a team is, is there in some way that they can benefit from doing strategic uh, meditation together? Is that something that you are also? Absolutely. Yeah. So business uh, for teams, strategic meditation really helps bring everyone into alignment and harmony. Mm. Like, well, I have a team of 30. And so I know that it's, I could be crazy making, trying to make sure everyone's on the same page and, and yeah. someone's sick and someone's mad and someone just had a baby and someone, you know, is like um, excited and new and other people are like coming up with their next project. So like for the meditation, for that is our intentional time and exercise to come together as one, even if it's a deep breath in and an exhale together. (sighs) that helps us harmonize and come onto a similar wavelength that improves communication. Um, Strategic meditation also, not just from a harmonic harmonic level, um, emotionally, let's say, but also on a communication and strategic level, it can help team members better communicate amongst one another when they're able to see the way forward. When you meditate in a certain way, the idea or the right way to say it will drop in. Some people experience that, you know, if you'll get the insight of what was the thing that you wanted to say when you're like on the treadmill or you're in the shower or you're folding laundry, then it'll kind of pop in. And it could be after the fact um, and like completely out of context. Whereas when we bring strategic meditation into the team meeting, it creates and activates that type of insight right there in the team meeting rather than, oh, I should have, would have, could have said afterward when you're feeling open and flowing. 
uh, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just, I was just thinking how to crush some limiting beliefs when it comes to meditations, especially when it comes to business. So for example, I meditate like uh, one or two times a day for about 20 minutes, right? So but not everybody, especially, you know, when you, when you, I have a home studio, home office, podcast office, right? So, but a lot of people work in, in an office, in a business and they have meetings and people walking in and they have open windows. And <laughs> so how, how do, do they go about just tuning in and, and, and do, do I see it like a 20 minute meditation or is it just like being really present for, for a second, for a minute, for two minutes, how can I see it just to remove some objections towards, is this even possible? How can I even meditate when I'm on work? <laughs> so for my answer is a mantra that I say maybe like a hundred times a day when I'm in session and it's what matters most is how you feel. So time frame, technique, and all of that is nothing compared to how you feel because how you feel determines the quality of your actions, right? And the quality of your mindset. So what matters most is how you feel. And the method of meditation that I teach like has very specific set steps to follow so that you're able to get into a state where you're able to hear your spirit guides on demand every single time. If you have a process that gets you into a feeling state where you're able to tune into your own clarity to get into alignment, that's the thing that you want to do. So for us, we do vision journey, meditation, right? Um, and how we do it, uh, there are certain certain cultures who I respect and honor that they'll use like hallucinogens and things like that. And we're drug and alcohol free company. I don't do that, but we use um, either the drum track um, and we have drum tracks that are for five minutes or for 10 minutes. Um, we even have a 15 minute one that we, we use from a, a wonderful drummer who has composed that. We listen to that and follow through the different set images that turns on our ability to focus every single time. If we can't do drums, like maybe it's in a um, you know a place where you can't pop some headphones in, then you just in your mind picture the set um, series of images that we're trained on that really gets you back connected to your spirit guides and your insight every single time. But what mm -hmm. matters is how you feel. Like for me, having practiced this for years. I go in and out of being able to hear, all right, what's the right next step? Boom, boom. Like, and sometimes it's just, I need a little bit more blood and oxygen. So that's why I'm standing, for example, yeah. uh, breathing deeply so that I'm able to connect to the blood and oxygen flowing throughout my body and use the, my brain, how it's intended to, rather than feeling crunched and sitting down or, or, and restricting the blood flow that I need in order to be visionary in the first place. So I would recommend for someone who maybe is working, working from home or working in a, uh, a corporate like workspace is to get trained in exactly how to tune in. And I do that. I mean, I do it every single Thursday. So if people are interested in learning more about that, that they're happy to hop in, uh, but it's really get trained in how to tune in. But what's even more important than that training is how you feel, because you can just go through the motions and still be stressed out and, and unable to yeah. focus. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so when, when did people actually come to you when they are really stressed out or what, 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 what do they come for? Do they want more clarity or they feel stressed out? They're coming for the, for the peace and quiet in their minds or. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if people come from to me for peace and quiet. I know they come for love, right? Uh, I know they come to feel like, feel more love and confidence and I'm, I'm a, I'm a calming person to be around. So I think peace and quiet may be an aspect of it, but what they really, what triggers them to really reach out and say, Hey, I know I need to work with Victoria is because they have a complex decision that needs to be made. And the way that they feel about this complex decision is holding up the process. Like I just, Signed on a client who like complex um, situation to vax or not to vax her son. She has a business. They're going through. They're wanting to travel together. She's also getting dreams about him. She doesn't exactly know what the dreams mean. She wants to make sure that she's like doing the right thing for her son, but also honoring the fact that he has his own emotions about this hot button issue right now to vax or not to vax. Like it. And so for her, she needs to ground and clear her energy, right? And when we meditate in a certain way, she's able to hear her inner truth so that she's confident and not freaking out about her son. So whatever his decision for his body is like, he's able to make without her being like a helicopter or like, because he's a grown man, right? But for her as the mother being able to meditate in a certain way that clears her anxiety and stress around it so she could get back to focusing on her plotty studio, right? Rather than <gasps> stressing out, stressing out, stressing out and losing sleep and energy, yeah, uh, relationship to this complex decision that is um, really emotionally activating her. So that's like she like I just signed her on. Um, that's like a like a live example of why. Yeah, amazing, amazing. So if people want to uh, want to find out more about what you do, where can they find you, Victoria? So they could come to my website, which is victoriawhitfield.com. Um, the best pages on the website to check out for one, if you're a podcast listener, you could get all the freebies and love at victoriawhitfield.com forward slash podcast makes it really easy. Um, and especially like how I mentioned on every Thursday, I again, teach and lead these vision meditations. So if you want to learn how to meditate in a certain way, you can go to victoriawhitfield.com forward slash meditate. So either it's forward slash podcast or forward slash meditate is where I would say people um, should go. That would be the right next step. We're on all social media platforms and stuff like that very active there but those would be the two right next steps uh depending on the person listening yeah all right amazing and that will be also in the show notes guys so you can check it out in the show notes if you uh want to check out the link and some get some more uh, about victoria and what she does and just one last question victoria so if you were this last person on earth like the last person on this planet who could speak about why to implement meditation or strategic meditation as an entrepreneur or business owner, the importance of it. What would you say? And listen, you're the only one who can speak about this. So your message needs to be urgent. <laughs> so my message would be 
around why to implement strategic meditation, specifically as an entrepreneur, is because your self-care is the one expense that gives you the highest ROI and meditation sets you up for success. So that for me is what I would say. Your self-care is a business expense that gives you the highest ROI. Why? Because you're the person working the business. And if you're not caring for the person working the business, everything else is screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Everything else suffers. That's 100% on point and energy is our highest currency. Thank you so much, Victoria. And guys, I will see you next week where we will level up again. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Vault. Respect for showing up and creating your next stage of life and business. If you like this episode, I invite you to dive deeper and stay. The S stands for subscribe and share. Make a screenshot right now and pay it forward and send this to five friends who can benefit from this value. The T stands for try and transform. Try the technique, at least until the next episode. The A stands for action. Action creates success. Don't stay a student when you have a code. You should try to open the vault. And finally, the Y stands for you. This is about the most valuable asset of the vault and life in general. The one and only authentic you. So if this was your code, please comment and help the vault grow. Hashtag unlocked, hashtag next level, hashtag dive deeper. And see you next week to level up again.